What's up, game heads, and welcome to Glitch Therapy, episode number 121. I'm pretty sure it's 121. As always, I'm your host, Ramondo Burnside, and I'm joined today by Ben Dupay. What a do, Pikachu. do. <laughs> yes, the Pikachu. We got to have that. And Jose Ochoa. What's up? What is up, indeed? Uh, it's our first official episode of the new year. We've been playing games, putting next-gen hardware to the test, watching shows, you name it, we've been doing it. A little bit of everything, jack of all trades, master of none. At least that's how I've been rolling anyway. I don't know about y'all. Gents, thanks for joining me today. What's good? Man, oh, nothing. Just I'm dropping stuff on my desk right now, so don't mind the background noises. Solid, solid. I like that you yeah. explained it for audio listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. going to be hearing stuff falling. I got to let them know what's going on with my life. because you know He's finally entered professional status. <laughs> it took forever. It only took three and a half, almost four years. Has it been four years? Yeah, I think it is four, I think years. four years. Yeah. Here, yeah, let me show you what I'm dropping. Why? It takes what a while for me. <laughs> what did Ben say? I don't know. He won't say it now. He's just what? sitting there smiling like, like, the, like the Godfather. I said yeah. time is the son of a bitch. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. Ah, fair enough. Time is a bitch. <laughs> Man, dude. Um, it's been a little bit. We took a break because of the holidays and everything. And, and we, what last episode we did was our game of the year, part one and two, which went down not quite the way I, I thought it would go down, but I don't know. I'm proud. I'm, okay. of, I'm proud of the results of that. Mm. I'm not really proud of it. Yeah. I think you're the only one that was proud of it, Ben, but I mean, yeah. a W for you, nonetheless, we, we went, yeah, <laughs> we just, <laughs> I was right. You know, I was right. And, uh, we affirmed it. It's been recorded and put out into the world. There's no taking it back. Mm-hmm. Mm. Man, only we could just do it over. <laughs> Damn, you can better you can. I just, uh, I just have good instincts. I guess I, I don't mean, know. In your yeah. defense, though, last year, the year, the year before, you you kind of got screwed out of the games that some of the games you wanted on the list. So this year was your was your payback, your comeback season. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I'm gonna have to revise the way that I talk about games that I dislike because I've been I've been jamming on some of the games that I really hated on from last year, and they just hit me different this time, and I actually kind of like them now. So, you know, nice. it, I think it's all uh, you know how you how you enjoy a game really depends on like where you're at when you're playing it if you're if you're ready for that type of adventure or not because you're not always going to be ready for that shit when it just came out you know like cyberpunk is just too much for me right now i'm sure someday in the next year i'll get super into it but it's just too overwhelming for what's going on in my life right now you know right no i hear that Uh, you, you definitely hit on the right thing though as far as like playing a game at the right time like some games might not hit you at the right time maybe you're not in the mood for that thing and then you just kind of shoehorning it in just because everybody else is playing or whatever um you know just like anything else consume it at your own pace uh when you're ready set put set it aside you know come back to it when you can um but yeah like so it's you know to be specific you were talking about one of the games that you were ref- referring to was control i know you hated control yeah. 20. Um boy did I. I really disliked it. Um 
And I think like a lot of things like influence the way that I perceive that game now versus then, you know, like I, as you know, I got like super into movies and stuff and that game like is just so cinematic and so much like a movie. And so it's really like impressive direction. Like it's almost like watching a movie at a lot of points, you know? So I think like my interest in movies kind of shaped how I enjoyed that game. And also I just wasn't in the place where I wanted to read a lot of shit. And, you know, now it's, it's like, yeah, I I'm totally love the reading part of it because it's it's like great world building. You know, it's really good storytelling, really creative storytelling. Actually, the way they they kind of build the world around you based on shit that you read. Um, so yeah, I've been having a lot of fun jamming on that one. Nice. Yeah, I I never finished Control. I need to come back to it. Um, I've been waiting for the upgraded version to pop up, um, which I don't think comes out until next month in February. So. Um, cause I want to see how all this ray tracing and the, the, the reflective, you know, light and all that stuff hits, the um, just reflections and mirrors and, and how the new systems handle it. I just, you know, so I'm gonna come back to it then. I think I got maybe 40% through it, maybe just about halfway through it initially. And then I put it down for some other stuff. So I definitely have to check in on that myself as well. Jose, did you mess with control at all when it was out or at all in the last year? Uh, not the last year. I just seen the Game Pass, so I'm gonna go, uh, go ahead and download it again. But I did play it when it came out last year. Uh, oh, you did? Uh, yeah, I I I got it for the PlayStation Four, which at that time I don't think it was a good idea Ooh. since it, the yeah. frame rates dropped so bad playing uh, fighting against bosses and stuff like that. So I couldn't get mm-hmm. into it as much as I wanted to. But yeah, I saw it on the Game Pass, so on the Xbox Game Pass. So for sure, I'm gonna go ahead and get it again yeah it'd be the way to go for sure um yeah the the ps4 and or the p no wait what was it yeah the base ps4 was the probably the the worst version of that game it just yeah. it just chugged yeah it and that's what i have chug and, and, that's yeah. what i played it on too that may have been why because i'm like playing it on the series x now it's like it's stunning how good it looks you know i don't remember it looking this good um but it just it it's so sharp. Yeah, it's a good game. I can't wait to get back to it and uh, maybe finish that up. But um, yeah. But for now, you know, other games. Well, shit. Since we're already on you, Ben, what else have you been playing or watching? Man, carry on. That's been a lot of fun. Uh, I've been jamming on that. It's super fun. Like plat. That's a platformer, right? Um, carry on is probably like a puzzle. Hmm, how would you describe carry on? Let's just pull it up, I guess. I would I definitely say there's there's puzzle in there. Um puzzle elements. Uh da, da, da. carry on. How do they describe it? Or video game. Reverse horror. So yeah, like a reverse horror puzzle kind of game. Oh, okay. What so what defines a platformer then? Because I thought platformers were sort of side scrolling and like levels, like platforms that you go up and down sort of. Platformer, I would say more like a Mario game where you're like actually jumping on platforms to get up to places and stuff. Like um Yeah, that's like carry on though. I mean like there's there's some of that in carry on for sure. Or is like is a is a platformer and a side scroller the same thing then or well, they can they can be in the same genre together. Like a platformer can have side scrolling elements to it. I think you're taking like specific uh, descriptions and trying, and then like you're like trying to like separate them out rather than like 
a platformer can be side scrolling and be a, a you know other elements of those in there mixed in. So I can't like a movie can. But I guess over the overarching like theme would be like I guess a horror indie game. I guess is what they've been trying what they call it. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't, what do I know? <laughs> I'm just trying to answer your question. So platformers are characterized by their heavy use of jumping and climbing to navigate the player's environment and reach their goal. So yeah, it's like Mario when you're jumping on platforms to try and reach the goal. I mean, there's a little bit of that in there for sure, but it's also like just a side scrolling. But anyway, nonetheless, it's it's a really cool game. It's it's really fun to flip the switch and like be, you know, it's kind of like in the Friday the 13th game when you can be Jason and you're you're the villain hunting down the the chem counselors and this one you're the monster trying to escape the lab um so really smart kind of reminds me of a little bit of celeste in the puzzle elements of it and just trying to get through certain areas and stuff um which is another really fun one um so yeah yeah, yeah man jamming on that yeah, would definitely be considered a, a, a platformer or a super meat boy or in the on the blind forest type stuff yeah limbo mario yeah all that stuff. cool yeah, man. I'm glad you enjoyed it. That you are enjoying it. Um, you think you're getting close to the end of it of Carry On? Oh no, I I don't think so. I'm a few hours in, maybe three or four hours in. Um, okay. yeah. So I'm. It's it's a really nice one to sort of pick up when you're like fucking. You got nothing else to do, and you know you got like twenty or thirty minutes to kill. It's it's almost like that level of a game where I never just sit down intent on playing it for hours and hours on end. I always just sit down and I'm like. You know, I need something to do for a half hour. I'm going to jam on this. Or if I'm drawing a lot and I need a break, um, then I'll just like take a 30 minute gaming break, you know, or whatever. So, yeah, a lot of those games on that list that I gave you a while back, uh, like a week, like last week, I think it was, um, are kind of like that. They're like little, little, little bite size games that you can play for a little while, put it down, and you feel like you got something out of it. And it was a nice little break from whatever else you were doing. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Jose, actually, I think you were the one that put me on my friend Pedro a while back. That was uh, a fun I game. Recommended, I recommended it to Ben to, uh, before we started recording. So he's going to check that out too. Yeah. I think, I think it's falling out of the game pass soon. So you should go ahead and copy it real quick. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. You better try. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, anything else, Ben? Man, not really. I mean, Ariel's been playing Fable, Ariel's still playing Cyberpunk. <laughs> It's insane how much she's like maybe Joel level progress on Cyberpunk or or more. Um, she, oh, wow, she's yeah, putting in work. Yeah, she's she's putting in work on that one. So, yeah, man, I've been playing Call of Duty, uh, non gaming stuff. I've been, you know, I've you know, we just sort of were on our break from real therapy between seasons, and I I've sort of had enough of trying to watch things that I have to like dissect and break down. And I really needed something just like fun and mindless. So I've been watching the MCU in like chronological order. Um, I started at Captain America, the winter soldier. Cause I didn't want to go back and watch like fucking three Iron Man <laughs> movies. And shit. you don't, you don't want to watch those first. You don't want to do that. No, I'm good. I, oh. that's, it's a, it's a lot, man. It's like, <laughs> it's like more than watching the Harry Potter series. You're watching 10 years worth of movies. Like how about we just yeah. watch five, Five years worth of movies um <laughs> so yeah i made it through uh winter soldier the order is really weird man if you watch them in the actual order that the events occurred like guardians of the galaxy mm-hmm. and guardians of the galaxy 2 are listed right next to each other um like 
but I I don't understand some of that. Like it doesn't make sense because there's some conflicts that happen. Like Stanley's cameo in Guardians of the Galaxy two, he mentions being a FedEx driver, but that didn't happen until Civil War. So it's like I I don't know. I think their t- their order on the movies is messed up on Disney Plus. But yeah, it's been fun to d- dive back into those. I'm all the way up to Thor Ragnarok now. So oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I think some of the earlier ones might be a little tougher to go back to, um, depending on your affinity for that stuff, uh, for superheroes and the MCU in general. But yeah, I, I think I want to do that at some point as well. I just need to like not look down the barrel of the gun so hard. Like, uh, uh, I really want to start all these over. You really need to like have a lot of expendable time. Like you, you got to be looking at like, Hey, I'm <laughs> fucking stuck in the house for like three weeks or something. Cause it's, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. And here we go. <laughs> but it, I mean, like hours wise, it's probably no more than watching like two seasons of a TV show. I would think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess, I, I, yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, because each one t- until the later ones when they started getting a little longer because we had they had to t- squeeze more story in there. I guess two they were and like, a half hours. Two Jesus, two hours. Yeah, two and a half to three hours is a lot. I, I watched, yeah, I watched WandaVision. We've talked about that already on other uh, shows. Jose, have you watched WandaVision at all? I'm planning on watching it later tonight or probably tomorrow. I have some time. Nice. Yeah, it's it's good. It's it's fun. Um, it's a little slow to start, but not not quite the uh, the banger that I thought it would be going into like our first MCU shit in like over a year now. Gosh. Um, so I, I thought it was going to be starting out with a bit more of a bang than it did. Um, but it's, it's still fun. It's nice to see those characters pop up again. Yeah, I agree. Yes, sir. Uh, anything else, man, man, that's it, I guess. All right. I'll say I'm, I'm looking at you. You're looking at me. I'm coming to play. Get in the vehicle. We got to go. Uh, where are we going? Westward ho. Get in here. Oh, I thought you were going to do the Bing Girls. <laughs> He's like, oh, this is so much disappointment. <laughs> what, what have you been playing and watching, dude? Uh, let's see here what I've been playing. I've been playing, catching up on my uh, backlog since I don't have much Uh-oh. to play because I'm waiting on I'm waiting on, I'm waiting on getting any of the new games until I get my new consoles. If they fucking come out, I hope soon they come out because they're sold out all over still um, so uh, yeah sucks but it's the worst understandable mm-hmm. um, i'm playing ace combat still um new horizon i think it's called i don't remember uh, i can't remember the name of it but it's the newest ace combat yeah, that came out the newest ace year. combat flying planes uh war um having dogfights all over it's actually pretty fun once i get used once i get used to it uh the controls and the gameplay of it uh, just trying to get that out of my bucket, my my bucket list, my list of backlogs. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing Call of Duty with you guys mostly. Um, by myself, I haven't really touched it. Um, just because it's not really, I'm not in the mood for it at this moment. So, yeah, yeah, we went pretty hard on Call of Duty for a while there. Yeah, we did. And so it's fun think, though. Yeah, no, it's super fun. But yeah, you after a while, you're like, okay, let's get a yeah. break. Yeah, so yeah, that's, that's definitely my game to go to in between other stuff when I just want to like mindlessly kill some people for a little while rather than like read a bunch of like notes in a story or like 
it's just it's a nice break from like a really story heavy game or something that's a little bit more like a platformer i can just go around and shoot people so it's been for me at least yeah that's true and it's it's fun that i don't know um i get this i get this i get i get in a way that once uh a new call of duty comes out i stop touching the uh, other last one the last last year's call of duty and i'm i'm going between modern warfare and cold war at the same time which is really cool but yeah it kind of gets tiring after a while so that's taking a break um assassin's creed valhalla still still tearing that up opening the map i've been (laughs) it's so bad that i'm just i'm a huge fan of it I'm. I don't think I'm even ten percent in the campaign of the of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Really? Are you, main, are you mainlining the story, or are you just jumping around doing a little bit of everything? And the story, I, I feel like I haven't even touched the story at all. The last story I got is I don't think this is a spoiler, but I open up a new map. So if that, like a new map, or open up a new part of the map, um, a new map. So I Great. think we were, we were we were talking about this um, when you basically have to drink this uh, potion and you go to somewhere else. That's basically non-spoiler as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it. And mm. that game is so good. That's just, so that's just you, like wandering around. You left out one uh, one big thing that you've been up to. You're you're now eighteen <laughs> years old, right? I am 15, fucker. Get it right. You just turned 18. He can smoke cigarettes now. Yeah. I can't smoke cigarettes in Des Moines. Shut up. <laughs> that's 21 now, okay? Damn, that sucks. No, is it 20? 30. Oh, shit, it is 21. Yeah, it's 21 now. I bumped it up. What are you now? You're 28? Oh, fuck, I wish, dude. I'm 30. You're 30? <laughs> I am uh, 30. Why is about turning thirty? My wife is so upset that she's turning thirty. I'm not upset. I'm not upset. I I woke up today and I just felt I I, I don't know. It just felt a little different, but at the same time, the same. I'm still the same person. I don't want to hear this shit. I don't want to hear any of this shit. Okay, I turned forty one two weeks. <laughs> two weeks, man. Fuck you. Okay, <laughs> I feel great. By the way, thanks for asking. Fucking assholes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, 30 is nothing, dude. That's that's par for the course. Nothing. 30 is good. I think 50 yeah. is the year I'll be like, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's. I'm not too worried about anything else. Nah, nah. I 40 mean, was good. 41 would be fine. 30 is yeah. nothing. You're good. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like 30 is just another door opening for me. Like actually trying to get my actually getting my shit together. That's my goal for the decade. So for not your middle decade. decade. Technically a middle aged man. That's gone. That's awesome. Or is it thirty five? Yeah. I don't know what it is. I think it's thirty five. I'm gonna hit my quarter life crisis soon. Wait, you're a middle aged man at thirty five. That means like life expectancy is like seventy. Is it? Is it thirty five? Somebody would understand like if like society considers you a middle aged man if you're like thirty five to forty, right? In that right in that range. I mean, I know I'm considered middle aged for sure. I don't know. I guess it's just uh, whatever you feel like you are. I mean, if you feel like you're a 20 year old, I guess, I guess that could work too. So <laughs> generally it is described as being between 40 and 60 says Google. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you're almost yeah. there. 
I'm Come still, on in. I'll save your seat. I'm still the purple haired anime shirt wearing ice coffee drinking hipster. Yep. That everyone loves. You sound like a superhero that might not <laughs> save anybody because you don't have time or you don't have the interest. I'm hey, too guys. busy tweeting and Instagramming, okay? Leave me alone. <laughs> it's not somebody, my fault you got in a car accident. Somebody please turn Jose into a, a like a, a comic book superhero, kinda like uh kinda like Hancock. But he's like a hipster, so he, instead of just being like drunk on a bench that doesn't care, he's just like, <laughs> just he legit doesn't care. He just likes drinking his coffee, doing his vape pen or whatever. Someone's like, the, the building's on fire. And Jose's like, dude, I told you, I don't have time for this. And then starts scrolling on his phone. I'm busy being an <laughs> entrepreneur hero. Oh, an entrepreneur hero. Is that what you are? Is that yeah, what they're calling you on the streets? Yep. Yep. Mm. The entrepreneur hero. That sounds real hot. Only- Pay me in bitcoins and iced coffee. Bitcoins and iced coffee. <laughs> right, write that down. That's that's the title for this episode. Bitcoins and iced coffee. What do we say to that? Uh, it's uh, not, no, yeah, you got the first boo of the episode because that's that's not happening. No, I get the first boo of the year. I am excited for that. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did. <laughs> I am jotting that down, by the way. Bitcoin and iced coffee. Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. anything I can do to help, man. That's just. Yeah. I mean, I do appreciate it. Yep. Yeah. Um. Any anything else I'll say besides uh besides Assassin's Creed and and Bitcoin? Um, no, that's basically all. <laughs> that's basically all the gaming I'm doing. Um. I got. I'm still building my Gundams, so that's kind of a little time consuming there, but it's yeah, still man, enjoyable. I- I saw those uh, those Gundams you got for your birthday. Those those are pretty fucking dope, man. Oh yeah, they're dope. This is the the I got one of the brand newest ones that just came out uh, on December, so I'm pretty excited it came out. And then the big box that's on my Instagram page, oh, that's gonna be huge. I have no idea where I'm gonna put it because it's gonna be a big ass uh, model. You kind of got me one to start because I want to fill some of these cubbies back here up with Gundams instead of books. Oh. Yeah, for sure, man. I could I could help you out uh, to do some starter kits or anything of that sort. Cause it, it, in my opinion, once you get started, you're like, all right, I have one on shelf. I need another one. Oh, yeah. I need another one. That's how, that's how it goes. It's just like I want more, and that's how I am right now. Well, half the fun is just putting those things together. It sounds like yeah. it's like half the draw, and then you got something cool to look at when you're done. I mean, that's kind of Gundams are like the the cooler, like I don't know, version of like what I used to do when I was a kid, which was like I would do model airplanes with my dad and stuff, and, and we'd paint them and stuff. But yeah, yeah, Gundams like the like the new age version of that or something. Yeah, that that is uh, that is true. So. And then it's it's becoming a very big hobby. So you'll you'll probably start seeing it everywhere. Like shortly, um, right now some targets are actually selling them. So if you find them, I say go for it and grab one because they're pretty fun. Is it a pretty expensive hobby to get into? I, I want to say pretty expensive. It, it varies from prices. Start at like fifteen dollars, going to hundreds of dollars. It just depends on what kind do you want and. The style you want it, or the the how you get to model it and stuff like that. So it varies. It really That's varies. Cool. Yeah, the ones you so got like dope, though, man. Oh yeah, they're going to be super dope. These are like the high end ones. So nice. excited for that. Yeah, uh, you should do, do. You should you should do like a like a little mini thing with 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 Gundams and like 
like like a like me you can even do like a short really short podcast about it and talk like get find somebody else you know that's really into them and like you guys just talk about them shits i guarantee no one's doing that yeah there's a lot of youtube videos of uh, people building them but but other than that i don't think there's any podcast about it so i'll I'll think about that yeah Uh, and yeah and lastly i've been just watching the usual shows i'm still watching ghost adventures it's pretty funny to watch that i hate ghost adventures why do you watch that shit because it's it's fun. I love I love ghosts. I love these dudes are over the top, man. That shit it's is over sick. the top, but it's hilarious bro, how over the bro, top they bro, are. Bro, bro, something touched my shoulder, bro. It was really cold. Bro, did you see oh that? God. Oh my god! <laughs> it's just everything is just super animated, over the top. That's why you like them. They're like grown ass anime real people. They're like anime people. Oh no, we were talking. We were talking about that. Uh, my brother and I we were laughing so hard last night uh, because he was like, "What if anime characters did ghost adventure shows? Like how over the top they are? They're like, oh, I, I can't move. It's powerful essence. Oh, uh, what should I do? And stuff like that. <laughs> in the room with us right now, and you just see the bead of sweat on the side of his head just drip down yeah. his head. Yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be awesome. Anime Ghost Hunters. Uh, yeah. It should be a fun watch. Honestly, it'll be funny. Yeah, yeah, right up your alley. I don't know if I can handle yeah. that. Yep. And lastly, I've been watching uh, season two of Fire Force that's on Hulu. So mm-hmm. it's anime. Okay, what's this? Is that it's anime? Yeah, okay. it's an anime. It's a post-apocalyptic era where... Um, these firefighters, actual fire, like firefighters have the ability to control fire. So they fight fire with fire in a way. But there's mm-hmm. also people that are combusting into like these walking flame zombies. And that's their objective is to not dis- technically get rid of them because regular firefighters can't handle those fire zombies. So there's a special task force called the fire force. So it's okay. a, it's a really good, it's a really fun watch. It's, it's pretty action packed. So if you want something mindless action fun, it's also, it's also dubbed. So mm-hmm. I, I recommend this one. It's a good I watch. Think you brought this up a while back and I just never got around to it. I may have to put it back on the list. Um, if it's not on my queue anymore, I need to check yeah. it out. Definitely. It's on, it's on Hulu. So, yeah, I just added my watch list. Nice. Well, there and it is. That's about it for me. What about you, Mr. Ramondo? Mm, I have stepped into the ring, into the arena of the PS5. I have now gathered at least two of the Infinity Stones so that I can uh, begin my world domination. Uh, I don't think any of the other stones are near me, though, so I'm just going to roll out with just these two. But yeah. PS5, man. About a week ago, I copped one. Uh, TJ helped me solidify that. Um, he's been staying ever vigilant on his PlayStation and post in the watchtower above, just keeping a, a vigilant eye out. And then he found one for me. And uh, ever since then, it's been gangbusters, man. I've been playing that for the last week. Just putting it through his paces, trying it out, seeing how quiet it is, how fast the games boot up. That controller, that UI. Uh, I can't really complain about the system, man. It's been pretty good i think i've had one system crash where it just froze on me in the middle of the game and i had to like literally turn off the, the entire console and boot it back up but otherwise it's been pretty good how do you like it in comparison to the xbox series x so that's the thing this they both feel next gen but putting all the pieces together and like really putting it through its paces 
I feel like just as far as like looking at it and feeling it and touching it and the controller and everything, I feel like the PS5 feels a little more next gen than the Xbox. And I think the reason is because Xbox didn't really change a whole lot about their dashboard or their UI and all that stuff. And they put an update out before that on the, on the one X and um, on the one. And so since the controllers are the same, you can bring over all your stuff, which is really nice. Don't get me wrong, but it didn't make me feel like I was really owning a next gen console until I got the PS five. Um, and I love my, my series X. I mean, I like playing my call of duty on there. I mean, 120, you know, frames per second, all that stuff is, is great, but also there's not a, a ton of exclusives and there's really no exclusives really on the Xbox right now, but that stuff's coming. So yeah, I feel, like, if you have I feel like game pass almost makes up for the, the exclusives though is like, I mean, Absolutely. that's something you can't get from PlayStation. Um, yeah. So that almost like makes up for it a little bit. But you're right. Like the controllers on the Xbox definitely feel like, I mean, I haven't had an Xbox in probably four years and it, it felt about the same to me just because, you know, you still got us having these double A batteries and these controllers. And, you know, I know PlayStation had that. How's the motion, the, the dual, what's it called? Like a dual sense controller? Yeah. For the PS5, no, that is probably, in my opinion, the the cherry on top. That is like, that is the, in my opinion, the best part about this this console right now. Um, just just feeling the the the, the haptic feedback and the triggers, man. It's like you just squeeze and then you squeeze a little bit more, and you're like, oh, this goes a little further because there's tension. You feel like you squeezed it all the way, but there's more, and so it's going to be really cool to see how different games and different developers development teams use that to their advantage as far as that and, and the touchpad and everything. Um, it, it's, it's really cool to, cause like, for instance, if you're playing call of duty and you're using different guns, different guns will feel different when you squeeze the trigger. Um, so you're going to get a little bit of extra feedback and you're like, Oh, that one shoots like, kah, 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 kah. I can feel that in my fingers. And then this other one shoots, burr, burr. you know, you can feel it in your fingers, not just like regular rumble either. I mean, like you're going to feel a difference. You can tell the guns are different. Um, so that's that kind of stuff's gonna be really cool as other development teams. So you know, part that out. the dual sense controller is that is that just sort of the triggers and the or is there anything else that it, it involves or? Um, so it has it also has like a kind of a three D rumble similar to like what what Nintendo is using in their Joy Cons, but I would say this is better. Um, like so, I was playing uh, Astro's Playroom on the PS5, and I jumped into the, into the water, and you felt the water kind of splash and made it feel like it was liquid in the controller kind of, but, but not really. It's real light. You're like, Oh, okay. That felt different. And then there was a, a sandstorm area where the sand was blowing really hard. And I ran over there and it felt like there were gritty pieces of sand hitting the inside of the controller while I'm running through this sandy area. And so there's stuff like that where you're like, okay, they're really trying to push this forward and make this feel like, like the next thing, which it is. So, and then we're only in the, in the fledgling early phases of all this stuff. So I can only imagine like what some teams will figure out with these, with the controller, like in the next three to five years or, or toward the end of the cycle of the console and stuff when they squeeze all the juice out of the orange by then, you know, yeah, this sounds really cool. Uh, yeah. Man, but, that, yeah. What you said about it sounds really, really cool. Going, going back to the Xbox series S that you serious X that you have, um, have mm-hmm. you tried any PlayStation two games on it since it's backwards compatible with that or I have not. I have not done that yet. I know that you people have been finding a way to like to play those on there. I haven't. I think I, I literally own maybe three or four PS2 games from back in the day. 
I think I have like a Tomb Raider and like uh like Final Fantasies or something like that and some other ones. Just a couple from back then, but I haven't thought about putting them in yet. I haven't tried it. Maybe I need to do that. Yep, but yeah, uh, you are a lucky son of a bitch for having both consoles. No, dude, I, I knew it was going to happen. It's a matter of time because I was like, I, I, I need this. I don't need it, but I want these. And yeah. I just it was going to be spiced out further. But he got one. I was like, fuck it, pull the trigger and just go after it. So here we are. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, that that controller is real nice. I like the, the way it feels in my hands. It, it feels good. I bought some new uh, some new sticks for the tops of them so I can get more accuracy when I'm playing certain games. Um, excited to see how the, the the triggers feel and stuff when you're playing like uh, like Horizon, the new Horizon when it comes out. So I know when they say when you're pulling your bow back, you can feel the tension. But I haven't played anything that really utilizes that yet, so we'll see how that plays out. That's cool. Uh, I think what else I can tell you guys about it. I mean that that system is huge. I pulled it out of the box initially, and I know everybody said it was big and on all the videos and stuff, unboxings and stuff. But when you're actually looking at it and holding it, you're like, holy shit. Is this going to fit in that little cubby hole in my entertainment center? And it just barely fits in there with like maybe like a quarter, or like maybe like a half an inch of space at the top where it's not touching the top of the shelf. <laughs> and on the sides, maybe like two inches on both sides is what I got. So I'm like, man, hopefully this doesn't get hot in there, but the back's opened up. So we'll see. Um, dashboard is super nice. I mean, when you're sitting there and the game is waiting, you hear like the, the calming PlayStation music. It's different than the, than it was on the PS4. So that's nice. Um, yeah, the UI is super cool. It's smooth. It's crisp. Uh, the tiles move, move along and not tiles, but when you're scrolling between the games, each one will have its own little, little screen. So like you hovering over like Demon Souls, it'll have its own music and the splash, uh, you know, picture there for that stuff. Um, yeah, it's nice, man. Hopefully, we, you know, we can get you guys over to check it out or we can, you know, you guys end up finding one for yourselves and, and try it out. Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm like kind of, I don't know, I've spent my money on the on the Xbox Series X, so I'm just going to rock my PS4 for a couple of years, probably. Or I, maybe, I mean, it's it's good for a couple of years, right? Like, I think you'll be fine. Yeah. And then, yeah, you touched it, you can still get after, you know? Yeah, for sure. So that'll be the what I play my ex- exclusives on. But yeah, the Series X is working out good so far, other than the batteries thing. Right. So, just <laughs> yeah, that that part I don't have to worry about because I have a an Elite Two controller, so I just charge it up with the USB C. But uh, I still have the other and some of the older models of the of the controllers. So yeah, having rechargeable batteries is it seems like a fucking archaic as hell. But whatever. Yeah, I, that's what I have. I just have two that I swap out, two packs that I swap out. And, you know, it works fine. So, yeah. Um, one thing I will say about the PS5, if you do have one, or, or I guess if you do have one, you probably already know this, but if you are planning to grab one, um, make sure to maybe pick up a um, an external hard drive if you have one around the house and format it, and then just put all your PS4 stuff on there, the, ones, the stuff you're playing anyway. The reason being is because the PS5 hard drive is not very big. And all the PS5 games have to go on the hard, on the internal hard drive as of right now. I'm sure an update will be coming out down the road where you can, um, you know, where that'll be different. But as of right now, from my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong. And if I am wrong, I apologize, but I'm pretty sure you have to put the PS5 games on the internal drive. And then if you want to bring over your PS4 stuff, you can put them on there too, but you're taking up space for the PS5 stuff. Um, so I just put mine on the external drive, plug it into the back of it, keep my PS4 shit separate. 
That way, if I want to take it back to my actual PS4, I can just bring it with, just take it upstairs or whatever if I want to do that. So just a little, little, little tip for anybody that's thinking about it. Nice. Yeah. Um, is so, and with the Xbox, you have to get like the formatted drive, right? Like you can't have just like a normal, like you have to buy their hard drive or whatever for extended storage, right? Yeah, as of right now, but I'm sure they'll get there. I know um, you could do like Western Digital and all those other different external drives, um, um, you know, later on, uh, later in the, in the in the life cycle of the Xbox One. But as far as the Series X right now, they're they're kind of shoehorning you into buying their their external one terabyte or whatever it is that goes in the back of it. Right. I'm sure that'll open up though, so we'll see. Cool. Uh, but uh yeah that's probably the biggest thing that i've been up to is just just putting that that's that system through its paces um and grabbing some extra accessories that i was slowly buying before i found one just so i can lighten the the punch in the stomach when i did get one so that was nice uh outside of that though i started wandavision um i'm a little i'm a little mixed feelings about it so far but i'm gonna keep going and see how it goes when it when it releases do you know what day that releases each week friday it'll be like mandalorian so it'll be friday okay yeah so it's taking a lot of mandalorian gotcha um i did start a show that i, I want to put out there that you guys might be interested in abby and i just started watching it a couple nights ago called uh prodigal son um it's a pretty good show uh i can't think of the guy's name i'm gonna try to pull him up real quick here while we're talking uh, he was in The Walking Dead. I think his name was Jesus. Uh, um, here we go. Prodigal Son. Uh, what's the guy's name in the show? Do, 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 do. If my computer wants to go a little faster, that would be great. Tom Payne? Uh, I think that's his name. Main dude? Mm, he's the Malcolm main guy. Yeah, Tom Payne. yeah, yeah, yeah. Malcolm Bright is his character's name. And then Michael Sheen is in there. Um, Blue Diamond Ooh. Phillips in there. Blue Diamond Phillips, that is nice. I like yeah, that buddy. guy. Yeah, classic. Young Guns right there. That, that went way back. Oh, La shit. Bamba. Young Guns. Mm-hmm. I only know him. I actually remember him from La Bamba, so. Yeah, La Bamba. Yeah, I mean, look at his look at his, his movie list. It's, it's, it's stellar. Um, but this show is really good. So Malcolm Bright is the main character, and he's, a, he's like a gifted, like, criminal psychologist. Uh, but the, 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 the kicker is that that you that they go back to throughout the series is that his dad is a serial killer and he was captured when when Malcolm was was younger was a kid like 11 years old and so now Malcolm is like a criminal psychologist and um and he helps out the police like solve these like murder cases and these like you know different situations and whatnot and he starts to work with his dad uh in a really tumultuous way but he works with his dad because he's he was a serial killer and his dad kind of helps give him insight into like w- what these guys are doing or how to catch certain criminals and stuff like that. So it's kind of a weird situation, but Malcolm also has an issue with neuroses and, and, and other situations with him and his mom and stuff. So his own personal issues. So it's a really interesting show. And we, we've, we've been getting into that. That's cool. Yeah. I'll check it out. We've, uh, we've been looking for a new show to watch cause we're kind of like, we finished Cobra Kai up and we're like, <laughs> always leaves a hole when you finish something up you really like a lot um yeah i got a couple of recommendations for you because we I, we just finished the flight attendant as well as an hbo max uh show that has um i forget her name I, i'm terrible with names today apparently she was from um well now i'm really now i'm really messing up you're spacing out man 
I, I am. I'm doing my best whole day impression right now. I, I do not like it. How do you live like this? <laughs> I get by it. Um, oh, let's see. I'm going to pull it up real quick here. I can never say her, her flipping last name. Kaylee. Uh, just from the Big Bang Theory. This is called the flight attendant. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. finding it anywhere. Just, I just word it out. Flight attendant. Yeah. Which character is she from? Uh, she Big was Bang from. Uh, she was from Big Bang Theory. Um, on, on the she was the main. I'm terrible. TJ is gonna really. <laughs> TJ is gonna really like try to like come after us. He's, He's probably screaming at you right now. He's, he's swearing in the car. Someone's swearing yeah. in the car. To you, I say fuck you, but also sorry. Penny. She played Penny. The big <laughs> thing. See, I'm just going to edit the last like three minutes out. So it just sounds like you initially knew who it was right away. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Any assist is welcome in these situations. Nah, let it uh, be. Yeah, she plays, she plays Penny. <laughs> but anyway, in, in the flight attendant, it's really cool. Uh, I love the the opening. Like Ben, you you being an art guy, you're gonna love when you if, when you guys decide to watch this. I think you and Ariel will will like it. There's only one season of it, but the opening like uh, music and everything is just the the art style is super cool. Oh, cool! How it just flows. you're gonna like it. But um, she's a a flight attendant, obviously, and she is um you know they show her kind of in the beginning like you know going on these little adventures and hanging out and with her other flight attendant friends and partying and stuff and then. She meets this guy and something happens uh, where, you know, something, something major happens. I don't want to give it away where in the rest of the season, she is trying to figure out what happened because she blacked out during it. So she doesn't know if she helped cause it right. or if somebody framing her kind of thing. So it's kind of a mystery, a murder mystery kind of situation where she's trying to figure things out. Really fun show. Cool. Cool. So watch that. I might check that out tonight. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a good one. I, I really enjoyed it. Rosie Perez is in there. Um, there's a few other uh, good good actresses and actors in there. So check that out. Raised by Wolves is in on HBO Max as well. That one was pretty good. Started Harley Quinn season two, the animated series. If you haven't watched that yet, I don't know what the fuck your deal is. And then I'm still working on Cobra Kai. So nice. Yeah, Cobra Kai, man, that shit is bomb. Hmm. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't. It, it didn't. And I. Yeah. I couldn't. I. It, it didn't. Fuck. <laughs> it didn't catch my attention. Mondo, that's because by the time Jose was born, the eighties had already been gone for like twenty five years. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do. I, I, <laughs> do, do, I do like it that, that you're trying to like offend me, but you're making me sound younger than I am. So I do appreciate that. Hey, no oh, problem, yeah. buddy. It's my birthday gift to you. Thank yeah. you, thank you. But also, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> oh, I like that gift too. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and then, as far as games, I mean, obviously, my list is always long, so I'm always messing with everything. But uh, been banging away at Demon Souls. I conned TJ into getting it as well to play on his PS5. Um, it's definitely one of the go-to games to play on the PS5 right now to like really show that 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 hardware. And how good the game looks on that with the 4K TV, it's pretty good. I mean, if you play any kind of Souls games, you know what you're getting into. So it's it's super tough, but it's also really rewarding when you do finally beat a boss or get through an area. So I needed some misery. I need some company with my misery. So I, I recruited TJ to, to play the game as well. He was very 
reluctant to do so, but I twisted his arm just a little bit more than he than, than he needed, and then here we are. So I love like I love the sequence of events here because TJ's like, I just got demon souls, and then like an hour later he's like, holy shit, this game's awesome. And then, like, a couple hours later, he's like, oh, my God, I love this game. Then the next day, he's like, fuck this game, I quit. It's like, uh-huh. yep, that's yeah. about how I thought it was going to play out. That's what Demon Souls does to you. It does that's similar to what... Reaction. Yeah, it's just like that. It's kind of like how you would feel about Game of Thrones when you're when everybody's watching at the same time. You're like, oh, Game of Thrones is so awesome. And then you're like, fuck this show. Fucking, I'm so sick of this shit. It's cute somebody else I like. And then you're like, oh, I can't wait for the next episode. And then, yep. you know, repeat. Uh, but yeah, he's playing it too. He got mad at me because I was trying out Dirt 5 the other night and he saw me online playing Dirt 5 and he goes, oh, I see how it is. You're going to sit and play Dirt 5 and I'm over here struggling to play Demon Souls? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm taking a break from dying. I need to play something else. The palate cleanser, man. <laughs> but That's yeah. funny. Um, yeah, so Demon Souls has been on the list. I'm almost done with Miles Morales. I got one mission left. I'm trying to do a bunch of side stuff before I finish up, so... That game's been really fun. Dirt 5, Jose, I need you to get in this. I know, I want to. Because two of my favorite, um, basically my favorite YouTube channel is called Donut Media. And they're radio host in that game. So one of them guy is James Pumphrey. Okay, okay. Yeah, big. Those if you guys need to check out also their their podcast and their uh, YouTube, if you're a big car enthusiast, not even a car enthusiast, if you just like comedy there that's a perfect youtube channel about cars and comedy nice so that's that's one reason i wanted to try out dirt five and for sure it's on my mm-hmm. list but at this moment i'm kind of low on my budget so yeah Dang, it's all good now but tell me more about their flat dirt five please because it looks exciting and the way you told me on the text message i'm really excited to get it it's good, dude. It's good. Um, I was hesitant to get it, but I saw it on sales almost 50% off. So I was like, fuck it. I'll, I'll, I'll dive in. I've been a huge dirt fan for years, played the first three games, fell off on four is because Forza Horizon four was, was a monster and still is. So I skipped that one and then dirt five came out and I was like, okay, we'll, we'll try this one out. I'm kind of done with, with, uh, with Forza Horizon four. Uh, they basically cloned Forza Horizon four. They turned it into like a big old party. Oh, nice. A lot of bright you know, pastel pinks and bright greens and oranges and stuff like that. And now there's a podcast going on, two guys bantering while you're like, you know, prepping for the next race. And, you know, they're talking, the the guys you're talking about. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You go to different, you go to different countries and do these races. But the cool thing about dirt five, the dirt series in general over like Forza horizon or even just Forza motorsport in general is that, these guys, they really focus on the rally racing and off-road racing. So it's a lot of like going through the mud and, and the weather changing and then like, you know, or you're in the snow and stuff and you're in these giant trucks that are, you know, with snow tires and skidding around corners and everything. And there's dynamic weather. So if you're racing the, you know, it may start monsoon raining outside and, and then, you know, the track will start to get muddier and muddier. And so before you know it, your car just covered in mud because the rain just kept coming and the track got nastier and that affects the way that the track you know, you control the track and how you drive. And so that has been really cool to kind of see that stuff slowly come in there because if you're not paying attention to that stuff, you may even just miss it. Um, what the game is doing in the background. So I'm eager for somebody else to test that out and, and check it out. For only, or is that on Xbox as well? Um, it's on both. Yeah, it's oh, nice. yeah, it's on. So I might jam yeah. on that, man. It sounds like it'd be a fun. 
just mindlessly fuck around with like Forza or something. So I'm I'm always down for those types of games, even if it's I'm not I'm not typically like a car game guy, but I will play the good ones, you know, just because it's they're they're like mobile games to me almost, you know. It's like in the not they're obviously much cooler than mobile games, but they're like you know something to turn your mind off. It's not high stakes like AC Valhalla or anything, you know. Yeah, it's just right. mindless driving. Every now and then, I just. I just uh, I just uh, put on the Forza Horizon Four and just fix up a car, drive it around, do a few laps on it, and just turn it off and put something else on. That's how it is. I highly yeah. recommend you Ben to try out Forza Horizon Four. Yeah, it's on my list. Um, it's on my short list of of racing games to to mess with. For wait, Forza Horizon is that the one with the soccer balls? No, that's no. uh, you're thinking of uh, Rocket League. Rocket League. Okay, no, then I have not played Forza Horizon Four yet. Yeah. Yeah, I think Forza Horizon 4 is in the, in the Game Pass. So. Yeah, it's on the Game Pass, so you can just go ahead and download it. That game is one of those games that was never going to leave the Game Pass. No, no, it's one of Microsoft's in-house. Yep. That's uh, what they want you to think, man. Just as soon as you're comfortable, they come up behind you and yank the rug out from under your feet. Uh, I, I mean, I bought the I, I bought the definitive edition on it, so I have it. No matter how what. fucked would it be if you were like in the middle of your best match ever and it got yanked and it was like, "We're sorry, this game is no longer available." <laughs> I don't think it happened that way, but if it did, I'd be real pissed. Dude. I might have to walk out to fucking Seattle and and, and snap on some Microsoft employees. <laughs> Dude, that shit would be so funny though. <laughs> yeah, you see me walking across the country with my beard getting longer and longer. I finally get there, like. Fuck y'all. And then just walk away and just walk back home. (laughs) That's it, man. You walk that far for that? All right, man. This is just, I'm picturing a comic strip now of you like walking (laughs) across like like, different panels of you walking across. Yeah. I can see him do like a, like a Forrest Gump type of thing. Yeah. Like like, three years later. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If I'm in all these adventures and the payoff is not worth it. Yeah. At all. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but that's it. And my list was pretty long as far as stuff that I've been doing. I, I'm, I'm always got my hands in the pies. I can't not. I want to see what's over there and then come back to what I was doing. So that's what I've been up to on that stuff. Um, but yeah, maybe we should take just a really quick break, and then we let's talk about a few of the games that are coming up this year that we're looking forward to, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap up and keep this short and sweet. How's that sound? It sounds good. Sounds good. A thumbs okay. up was for our audio listeners. It sounds good. Sorry. Yeah. Or you're saying <laughs> you're still <laughs> getting thumbs that. up. Fair enough. Well, let's go ahead and do it. And just like that. We're going to talk about some of the games coming out this year in the the year of 2021, which sounds super futuristic, but really it's not because it's still a shit show here on Earth. Uh, let's talk about some games. Okay, now, I know you guys have some stuff that's coming up this year that you're excited for. Just a handful of them that you're really, really looking forward to. I threw the website that I'm looking at, which is uh, VG247.com. And uh, they have game release dates in there and they do update it pretty regularly. I've been going to these guys uh, for several years now to like check up on games lists. They usually have a pretty good list built out in there. Um, I'm going to start us off. And yeah. Let you guys, you, you, you don't, you do that because I'm unprepared. <laughs> well, I threw it in the chat for you too, so you can pull it up. But uh, 
if 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 you're not gonna fuck with Hitman Three, which comes out this week, by the time you hear this, it will be out on the twentieth of this month. Uh, Hitman Three is gonna be the culmination in the Hitman series and their trilogy. Um, man, you 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 gotta check it out. You gotta play it. If you played any of the other Hitman games and you have any kind of love for them, this this one's gonna wrap it up. I'm not sure if that team, if they're gonna be messing with any other ones. I want to say IO Interactive. It's going to be doing any other ones going forward. I think they're taking a break after this. So that's, that's one of the ones I wanted to say that comes out literally in a few days. So yeah, I'm excited for that one just because I've tried to play prior Hitman games. You know, the best way I can describe this is like I loved Fallout 4 because that was my first ever Fallout game and everyone else who had previously played Fallout 3 or Fallout New Vegas thought Fallout 4 sucked and like, so I, I tried to go back and play Fallout 3 and uh new vegas but the the graphics were just so dated that it was like hard for me to get into them um and that's how i felt about every hitman game you know everyone loves them but i'm just never able to get into them because they're they're so dated looking so I'm, i'm excited to have a new one that maybe i can actually get into this time yeah the the trilogy is pretty pretty recent so you could get into like hitman two and i think there's even like bundles where you can get hitman two and they'll give you all of hitman one it's a lot of Hitman. Um, and then three will wrap it up. So it is a trilogy. The story will will carry on. And the first Hitman game of the rebooted stuff, um, story wasn't super high on it was super wasn't super on display, but in Hitman two, they definitely upped the ante on that. And three, they're trying to knock out of the park and finish it up. So check that out. Uh Jose, did you have one for the beginning of the year for like January, February, March? Uh, a game that you're super excited for off of that list or anything that comes to mind in general for throughout the year? Well, I'm looking at it and it's, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't have the excitement as I had in the last two years for the game list at this moment. Um, mm-hmm. I am expecting the triple A games to come out like the oh, yeah. um, horizon zero dawn. Uh, which one else is, what whatever I'm excited for Horizon Zero Dawn, the new one for it. Um, um, but, is that is that 2021 confirmed? I want to say that might be that might have got pushed to 2020. I, I think it was. I think it was just an announcement trailer we got. So oh, yeah. we're pretty far out from that. But I am very excited for that one. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. And and then um, the one that I got that I'm actually has my eyes on is uh, near replicant. That's like the Second to uh, Near Automata. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm actually keeping an eye out for that one. That's coming out um, later April and May. Sorry, I'm going a little, a little, a, a little bit head on. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know what the, this list is about at this moment. I'm looking at it, and none of them brings my attention at this moment. Hitman Three, maybe. That's, that's a damn shame. <laughs> Horizon. Horizon is 2021, second half. Yep, I'm just seeing that too. Guerrilla Games 2021. Okay, that's good. That, I'm hope, great. I'm hopeful for that. I'm sure Sony will do great. That's one of their in-house uh, games and in-house studios. So that should be good to go when it comes out, whenever that may be. Now, the the original uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, I want to say that did not come out like in like the end of the summer, like beginning of the fall, wasn't it? Uh, the only thing I remember about that release was it happened right around the time of uh, Breath of the Wild. 
and I couldn't get into either game because there was just so much open world happening that I was like, fuck all this shit. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. I remember those came out near each other and it was like, those are very similar games in that they're open world and you kind of go where you want and do your thing. Yeah, yeah I think you're right on that. Um, yeah, looking at this list as far as the beginning of the year, like this list will start to expand when they start actually putting dates on stuff. Because a lot of the games, they say like quarter one or early 2021, nothing really big popping up um, in there. I know Death Loop is in there for May 21st. That's one that I definitely can't wait to try out on the PS5. It'll also be on PC, by the way. So if you don't have a PS5, you can play it on PC. Ben, I'm looking at you on this one. Yes, sir. Buddy, Death Loop. I and yeah, I got whenever you're ready, I got a list of games I'm fucking stoked about this year. Oh, okay. Well, by all means, Jose has none apparently. So. Well, I actually started looking, I started looking one and I actually found one that I started watching the video for it. Uh, Curse uh-huh. of the Dead Gods that's coming out on February 23rd. It's like an indie game that's going to be coming out on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, and I uh, also see it in Steam. So, okay, maybe on Steam too. Uh, it looks good. It looks like a mixture. It looks like like Hades. It's a top scroller game. Mm-hmm. So it looks interesting so far, and the graphics look really good on it. So um, I'll check out a trailer yeah. for you. Yeah, that sounds cool. That's something I'm gonna yeah. put on my list so I could get it. All right, cool. I'll make a make a note of that as well. Um, any, any more that you're that you look at that list that jumps out at you, Jose? Um, uh, Cyber Shadow. As well, it's like a side scroller ninja guidance type of game, indie as well. Let's see where it's at. It's on January 26th, so within this month, uh, PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Switch. Mm, okay, yeah, I can get down with this. This this yeah. is like a throwback, a side scrolling yeah, action platformer mm, with 8 bit. Right, there's a lot of. Yeah, it looks like a lot of it looks like a lot of indie games are on the list. Like, ooh. yeah, so yeah. indies is going to be an indie invasion over the last couple of years, and mm-hmm. I, I, it makes me really happy that a lot of these games are getting more love, especially with ga- things like Game Pass giving them more life. Because a lot of these games, unless they were really heavily like um, touted or like uh, marketed you wouldn't know about them until later on until word of mouth gets around or something like that. So the fact that they have more, more platforms for these games to like really showcase what they've got in these smaller studios and their quality is, is an amazing thing. And I, it, it, it truly makes me happy and that we all have more to play that aren't just triple A games. Definitely. So, um, go ahead, Ben. It's always so hard to tell too, from indie games, like on a list like this, cause I've never fucking heard of any of these things. So, you know, it's like, I mean, <laughs> it's like, I'm sure there's going to be a ton of indies in there that I'm going to be super stoked on. Cause I see a ton of them listed, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what any of them are yet, but I'm sure exactly. there will inevitably be some like breakout hits that, that pop out from that. It's like a For box sure. of chocolates. You don't know what you're going to get. You don't with yeah. indie games. You really don't. Mm. Are you getting a, are you getting a Celeste or are you getting a Goat Simulator? You know. <laughs> what about a little bit of both? Don't. <laughs> Mondo's like I'm taking this personally. The Goat Simulator. You got some personality. Sucks, man. I used to, I watched my kid, my my ten year old, play that a couple years ago, and she would want to play that. Can I play Goat Simulator? Like, dude, I would why? be depressed if I had to watch that too. Yeah. There's so many other flavors you could try, and you want to just you want to you want to you want to eat this one. Like fine, 
You want you want coconut chocolate from the like box of chocolates? <laughs> you gotta you gotta go sit somewhere else. Coconut <laughs> on a candy bar. Anyway. Um, I feel like January and February are good times anyway for smaller games or, or games that maybe aren't going to like put a huge dent in the gaming community as far as like taking people's time and taking people's like, you know, uh, their thoughts towards that game. I feel like January and February, you're, you're chomping at the bit. It's the holidays are over. You want something to, to, to kind of pull you in because I mean, really, this is usually the time that Joel and I, Joel and I, excuse me, will typically like start really digging into our backlogs, but. I don't really, I have a backlog, but it's like, I'm not looking back. Just kind of go, just plowing forward. Like, fuck it. Here we go. Um, yeah, I'm looking at that list. Another one in there too. I would say the medium is a Xbox series X, um, exclusive January 28th. I have that pre downloaded already. Check that out as well. Ben, you said you had a couple for the beginning of the year. What do you got? Uh, not the beginning of the year. So I actually can't reach my computer right now. Um, so yeah. I am looking at a different list than you guys. I think I, I found, I found the list of just like the major game releases of the year. Um, six, six reasons to just be stoked about gaming for 2021. Evil Dead, the movie is getting a video game that's high on yeah. my list. If you like Evil Dead, I mean, I don't fucking care if this is the worst game ever made. I'm going to play it. So. Uh, <laughs> Resident Evil has a new experience coming out that's going to be similar to Biohazard, which was my favorite ever Resident Evil game, just because it was the scariest. That's going to be fucking dope. Resident Evil Village, yeah, yeah. Resident Evil Eight, Resident Evil Village, gonna be so good. Yeah, um, I've been really excited to get something else like in that same realm of Biohazard. That's like that was just such a scary first person experience, you know. Um, so it'll be cool. God of War Ragnarok. I mean, come on, like. Shit's gonna be dope. Like I'm, yeah. I'm so excited. What's that? Say God of War. Any God of War, so good. Yeah, especially the the, the reboot from twenty was it twenty eighteen? Yeah, mm-hmm. and this is yeah. a follow up to that, right? I I believe so. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if it's like related, but you know, it's like similar on the, thing. On the list is saying God of War sequel. So. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. Uh Gotham Knights. If you like the Batman Arkham games, you're fucking gonna love that shit. And I'm a huge Batgirl fan, so like that's gonna be dope to be able to play as her and shit. It's on your um, list. Uh goodbye volcano high. Oh god, no. That was a fucking weird ass <laughs> trailer. What the so fuck? weird that guaranteed me never playing that. <laughs> Uh, I'm really excited for Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I, I like Ratchet and Clank games a lot, so I think that's going to be fun. Although I don't know if I'll play it this year because I'm not going to have a PS5 maybe this year. Maybe I will. Um, and Far Cry 6. There it is. Yeah, Far Cry 6, I want to say is what? When is that? March? They're looking at for that? Or is that early April or May? I think it's going to be later on the quarter. I don't see it on this particular list, so I don't know if... Hmm. Yeah, the the first list I had of 2021 game releases didn't have a lot of these, but I'm just on an IGN article. Um, right. And so, I yeah, uh, Far Cry 6. That's, and some of them on, on this list, are just they don't have the exact date on it. It's just, just, just says 2021 or something like that, or early. I think there's some of these games don't have hard dates on them yet, 
but they're going to be confirmed for this year, though. Uh, April to March of 2020. Uh, the official release window stretches from, oh, wow, April 2021 to March 2022. So uh, okay. that, that may also uh, be why... It may come out this year. It may not. I, I guess a lot of games are, are kind of more fluid in their release dates right now. Well, see, I think that the issue we're going to run into, especially, I mean, this is just normal stuff anyway uh, for game releases every year. For them to get pushed back, it's not, it's not a big, it's not a, a new thing for something to get pushed back. With the whole COVID situation going on still with, with dev teams working from home and working remotely, that definitely adds to like, you know, the difficulties of making a game. I've never made a game before, but I can only imagine how fucking hard it can be, especially during these trying times. And so, um, yeah, uh, it, it very well could get pushed back later in the year or into next year. You never know. Hopefully not. But I mean, in order for it to come out well, we looked at Cyberpunk. We know how this, how this goes. Just fucking finish the shit and take your time. Well, yeah, That's but all. it's also like why you keep telling people it's going to be ready by now if it's not going to like I don't know man like just be like to be released to indeterminate like don't set a date then if you're not sure because like they kind of backed themselves into a corner where they kept delaying it and putting hard dates on it they should have just been like it'll be done when it's done done. we're not going to give you a date yet I think that was a lot of their problem but yeah I I think we could be encountering a similar thing for 2021 of a lot of games getting pushed back because of all the crunch yeah, I think Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be a cautionary tale for a lot of games this year. But a lot of teams that are, even if they're a little bit like skeptical, if they can hit a date, they're probably going to be like, dude, let's just go radio silent and just fucking bang this game out and then yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. I think a lot of teams are going to see what Cyberpunk did and try to avoid that as best they can. I mean, I'm sure it's tough because you, how long was that in development for? Like 12 or 18 years or something? I thought it was, yeah. Or no, it was like eight years because it was 2012. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like at a certain point, I'm sure they had investors on their ass, like, you know, like, hey, (laughs) we need to start marketing this shit. So it's got, it's a complicated situation for sure. I don't know if you can blame it on like any one person. I think it'd be funny to know, not funny, but I think it'd be interesting to know that the the investors were the ones, and this is not, I I, I know nothing about this for sure. I'm just kind of just throwing something out there, but. It'd be weird to know that the investors were the ones pushing them to the edge to get it out, get it out, get it out. Give us a hard date. When can you get it done? Okay, you say December 10th or whatever, get it out. And then they're the ones later on like, well, fuck, we didn't get all of our money back, guys. You guys screwed us. And it's like, well, you made us do it. And, you know, can you imagine that? Like the frustration that no, that's how I, it went down. I, I seriously think that. <laughs> played a part man i mean if the game was in development for eight years that's eight years of people's salaries being paid like i mean that's mm-hmm. that's a lot of money and a lot of time for no return on your investment so i can just imagine there's some pissy shareholders that pushed them really hard to get it out faster and they're the same ones that are probably bitching about you know mm-hmm. so i i don't know that's just i that's that's just me making a guess at how it went down but i have not read that anywhere or anything Yeah, I'm with you 100% on that. Um, let me see here. So I want to bring up two small games real quick. I know you named a couple of uh, several big ones. I want to name a couple more small ones here that I want people to keep uh, in the back of their minds or in the for you know, in the front of their thinking or whatever. Little Nightmares 2. Uh, if you didn't play Little Nightmares 1, please check that out. It's a nice, fun little game. It is out right now. And the gold membership. That's free. Yeah. 
Little Nightmares is free in there. And uh, wait, is it on Game Pass Gold. or is it? No, I think it's just on like Xbox uh, Gold. So like, if you have online, you have Xbox Gold. You you'll see it in there. I have Xbox done, like, Gold. I don't know if I do. Yeah, you you have it. It's Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Gold is mixed together. So if you have Game yeah. Pass, you have Gold. That's oh, okay, mm-hmm. cool. It's yeah. just free, so games. free games in there for you to actually own. So it's not, unlike Game Pass where you're kind of like renting the game sort of, and then they rotate them out like Netflix. Game Pass, I mean, the the gold stuff is just games that you can go and download and you, you own them no matter what. So when they rotate to the next game next month, kind of like how Sony was doing with the two free games every month, that's right. what Xbox is doing too. So you have it in there. Uh, but Little Nightmares 2 comes out February 11th. Uh, PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Um, I think that's one that people should definitely keep on their on their radar. That'll be a good time. Uh, it kind of reminds me of um, Inside or something like that. Ooh, um, that's a he- so you- that's a glowing recommendation, bud, because that's like my favorite mm-hmm. ever indie game. Yeah, it's kind of like Inside, where you're like you're a little little kid with a rain slicker on. You're you're going across the screen. It's in full color and everything. You're going across the screen, and these big like kind of overlooking monsters, like they're like really deformed looking people. Are trying to like if they if they see you they'll eat you, and so you kind of hide in the shadows and they're like light shines on you or if they come walking by you hide under tables and stuff and everything and you kind of go from area to area like kind of like how inside was. Um, That's cool. So check that one out. Yeah, another one here as well. I would want to throw out there before we get to our end here. Um, Disco Elysium: The Final Cut is coming to PC, PS4, and PS5 in March. I know that was already out. That's prior to now, but uh, Jake, out. Jake brought that up to us, right? Uh, Jake brought it up on on Real Therapy. I mean, uh, I know you had been playing it too, but I, that mm-hmm. was also one that he brought up. Yeah, yeah, really good. TJ brought it up to me and put it to my attention a while back, um, and I just downloaded it on Steam and messed with it a little bit. I need to get back to that. So check that one out. That's coming to to the consoles. Uh, Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time remake, uh, March eighteenth. Check that out. Um, if you're a Harvest Moon player, that's coming up on March 5th. Or uh, Harvest Moon One World on the Switch. Nice. Uh, then Deathloop, uh, as I said before, PC and PS5 on May 21st. That's the one where it's like two assassins trying to kill each other, but then they're using time to like manipulate each other and try to kill each other. Right. Um, but yeah, just a couple of smaller ones that uh, to keep your eyes on. Cool, cool. Oh, don't forget Back for Blood, which is the Turtle uh, Turtle Rock, I want to say, the developers that made uh, Left 4 Dead back in the day. Um, they finally got another game. They couldn't make Left 4 Dead 3 because fucking like, I don't, I, I don't know. I guess making threes are, are hard. Shareholder uh, issues. Or... <laughs> What's that? No, nothing. They call that they call that J.J. Abrams disease. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> Like seriously though, that's um, that's his problem. Is, is that is that what his is too? I mean, you've seen Rise of Skywalker, yeah. <laughs> yes. <Not yet. laughs> don't worry, Jose, you don't need to. It's a disaster. Um, okay, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that that's gonna be like one of those. Uh, it's gonna be like Left for Dead, basically. Um, but this is like this is their homage to that. Nice and survival horror game uh or much like the world war z that we, we were playing with you ben it's like that so yeah should be good i i like um 
I like first person better for that. That's one thing I'm not a fan of with uh, World War Z is your third person. Um, mm-hmm. For some reason, I just I always like those zombie games to be an FPS type thing. Yeah, I think this one's going to be that way. I think it's going to be first person. You just see your hand holding the gun. Um, so you should be good. Four player co-op. Uh, Valve is who I was trying to, was trying to spit out earlier. Valve does not know how to make threes for whatever reason. They don't make, they just stop after two. I don't understand, but whatever. I'll never understand why games don't always just make you be able to switch between first and like cyberpunk. It's crazy to me that you can't go third person. Even Fallout could do that. You know, like I, I get some people want it to be an immersive experience, but I think like, Sometimes I think it's more of a development issue where um, one may cause a lot more issues than the other. So with the, with first person, you're just looking at someone's hands and arm with holding the gun, which is probably more easy to render than it would be like to like, especially if you're able to like, um, like with cyberpunk, I think the issue would be all the customization and making that show up in cutscenes and then in mirrors and all that stuff and things that you're doing. If you're running around in third person, that's just another thing to, to render and make work with that. Every, all the yeah, other system. True. So I think sometimes they, they cut that out. I want to say that that was going to be in the game. A lot of things were going to be in that game and they had to trim the fat toward the end to like make it work. And even then it still didn't work. So I can only yeah. imagine what this game would have been if they waited another, another year. Yeah. So in, for Pong on, in PC, on PC, you can actually mod it so you can have a uh, third person, but it's janky. Mm-hmm. It looks Dude, every time. Weird. The- Every time I've tried to install any type of mod on any type of game, it's either not worked or like I've completely had to uninstall and re- reinstall the game. Like mods are just janky in general. I know people get really into them, but I'm just not tech savvy enough to pull it off, I guess. Mm-hmm. Cause like if you put something in the wrong folder or some shit, like that's going to fuck up the game. Yeah. Like, just run, yeah. Run to the game. But yeah, I'm like too, I'm like, I'm too freaked out to even mess with mods anymore. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to have to like wait eight hours for this to reinstall if I fuck it up, you know? Yeah. Or well, hell even with just, uh, not even just mods, but even like, um, when you would use like cheat codes on like the PS uh, three or like the three sixty or any of that stuff or any of the system, it would, it would, um, it would um, turn off any of kind of like achievements for you to get and all this other stuff. Like it would just turn off a bunch of things because that you had a, a you know a cheat on. Um, yeah, I'm doing that stuff too, which is weird that we don't do cheats anymore. Nobody does like cheat codes and shit. Most of the stuff is actually easier hidden now in games. So yeah, and also well, there's yeah. like life is a cheat code now because anytime you get stuck, you can just look up a YouTube. My friend was like talking about we were talking about Ocarina of Time the other day, and he was like, "Man, I hated that game because you had to buy a fucking book to play it. Like, I would have never figured that shit out." And it's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, "How bad does it piss you off that there are people playing that now who can just go to YouTube and like type that shit in and not have to pay for a book?" Like, dude, that was me back in the day, man. Like, I, if I didn't hear about a cheat or like a special thing from word of mouth like when i remember being a kid before the internet like really took off and like needing to pass a certain thing i had to call up a friend or two and say like hey do you, do you know anybody who beat this yet oh your friend did can you call him and then call him back <laughs> um, or tell him to call me i know he doesn't know me but i need to know how to beat this that's what i had to do yeah. some bullshit kids I, these I, days man they got I'm too guilty. easy <laughs> i'm guilty as uh using youtube every now and then for games so don't judge me uh-huh. on that yeah. Oh fuck yeah! I will. Yeah. My yeah. wife, 
I mean, have you seen the meme of like the wife that like, you know, her husband's struggling on a part and so she'll like really like sneakily like look up and be like, maybe you should do that. Like Ariel was doing that with me long before that meme ever became a thing. Um, And I got to the point where it's like, I don't want to make this game something I hate. So I'm just going to Google this shit to get past this one part. You know, like I'm not too proud to to admit that. Yeah, I rather I rather enjoy a game. Then, then really make it hard on myself by, by being stubborn to not want to look up like how to beat. It. Like if you banged your head against it long enough, you know, look it up. Yeah. Fuck, man, enjoy the game. Don't don't stress out over it. Get mad and not play a game. And like, like five hours figuring out that I need to pick up this banana and unpeel it and read the note in that order, and then I can walk <laughs> out of the room. Like let's just come on, let's let's move it along here, guys. It's especially especially in Assassin's Creed Valhalla where. There's some stuff that you get to reach, but you're trying to open it. And it took me like almost an hour trying to open this chest or get behind, get through a door. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to, you, I'm going to fucking just YouTube this shit. And it just says, you're not going to get to this part until you finish this certain mission, which is going to yep. be like two hours ahead of where you are. And I'm like, shit, I wasted an hour on this stupid door. I jumping back a second, I just like Mondo's face when I said that, like was like, What fucking game are you playing, man? <laughs> like that shit was so oh, I, I started I started like as soon as I hear something worthy of the cause, I I, I make notes because then <laughs> that's where titles come from. Pick up the banana and peel it in that order. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like that'll be like later on I'll be like, Man, what the fuck was he talking about? I make notes right away. You 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 see the, the gears turn and when my face changes, you know what's yeah. happening. But Jose, you're right. Like you get stuck on the especially in Assassin's Creed games, man, like and mm-hmm. Zelda's really bad on it. The old like before Breath of the Wild, like that shit was like okay, you have like a small area you can walk around and just figure out what sequence to do what in. And it's, they used to be hard to play, man. I didn't enjoy them really. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my, my wife read, uh, um, Majora's mask, the, the, the tragedy guide to me here and there. When I played that, it was when we were first kind of dating, getting together and stuff and hanging out. Uh, I'd go over to her place and bring my, bring my, my 64 over. <laughs> like she really wanted me to do that. Uh, but she'd be my strategy guide for me. Like, yeah, yeah, you got to do this. And this time of day, you got to come back and do that. And that's true love right there. That's love. I asked her to help me now. That shit is not happening, dude. She's like, dude, no. No skin in that game. Do your thing. You're good. (laughs) Yeah, man. And uh, the one they re-released that was a Game Boy game, Link's Awakening, that was kind of... I had to look up guides for like probably 70% of that game, I think I had to look up. Because otherwise... Like man, I don't. I'm not trying to play this thing for like eighty hours or some shit. You know, like mm-hmm. just let me enjoy the game. Yeah, and, and sadly, speaking of strategy guides, uh, a lot of the companies that that made strategy guides are have have gone out of business, obviously, because you know the internet and so on. Yep, uh, like Prima Guides uh, games that they, they used to make a lot of strategy guides, dude. Um, sell those with the uh, with the game that's coming out. Now it's like just like you know special editions and stuff, pretty much. So an RIP to that that whole business. It went the way of uh, Blockbuster, just mm-hmm. not really relevant anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, good old Block Hustler, I used to call it in, in Hollywood video instead of Hollywood. Uh, block Hustler, I like it, man. I miss Blockbuster though. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I really do miss the video store. 
You just want to go in one and walk around just for the fuck of it. Fuck yeah, man. Like, <laughs> I know there's still one in Memphis that, that's open. Not a blockbuster, but uh, there's like a... It's like a house and it's, it's like funded. It's funded by like city grants. Like their employees are fucking volunteers. They don't even get paid, but it's like this cool little video store that's only sells like indie, like B-rate shit. And that, nice. that place is fun to walk around in. Hell yeah. Well, before we wrap up, guys, any other games from the from this list of 2021 that's obviously going to change and move around and some things are going to fall out completely? Mass- any more games that you guys want to bring up? Mass Effect Trilogy. Oh, yeah, Mass Effect. Mass Effect Trilogy Remastered, I believe is what it is. Yeah, that should be good. I, I don't know if I'll play through it again, but I'll probably buy it just so I have it. Grand Theft Auto Five as well. Yeah, the second half of 2021 that they're bringing it to PS5 and the Series X. So that game is just not going to die. That's three generations that game has survived. It's crazy. Across three, three generations of gaming. Came out on 360 and PS3. That game came out. Then they carried it over to the Xbox One and the PS4. Now it's going to be on its third console. Like That game is never going to die. I read that somewhere is- that the, the new there is a new Grand Theft Auto being worked on right now, and it's going to center around a female protagonist, which I think is pretty cool. It'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be the first time ever. GTA 6. Who knows when that'll come out? It's on the list for 2022, so... Mm-hmm. How dare you jump too far ahead, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm living just, in the future. I'm just looking at the list right now, so let let, let me do my thing. I'm just trying okay. to make it to Thursday, man. Like, I should. <laughs> I'm just trying to make it's it for Monday, tonight. bro. It's like trying to <laughs> need to make it to tomorrow first. Oh, it's you Monday, know. huh? I'm just Today trying to make it past tomorrow. Is my thing, or when tomorrow, oh, Wednesday, whatever it is. That hump day, that midweek hustle. I'm just trying oh, to live, yeah. man. There it is. That's my well. My last three ones I wanted to bring up was Ghostwire Tokyo was on PC, PS5 in October. No, no hard date for that. Stray is a is a smaller indie game for PC and PS5 where you play as a stray cat uh, walking around, kind of like a that, um, that fun. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen it? Did you see that? Yeah, I, I remember watching it in the PS5 like launch event or whatever, uh, watching the trailer for it. But it it looks fun. Yeah, it's kind of in a cyberpunk kind of world, but all the humans look like they died off somehow because there's like a, a message on the wall. I watched the trailer again just the other day, and it's like all these robots and like AI walking around that live on the earth now, but all the people must have something happened, like a an extinction ex- extinction level event uh, that killed them all. But now they're just like stray cats and like robots and shit. So right, that one looked interesting. And then of course, Halo Infinite is supposed to be this fall. Um, that's going to be Microsoft's piece that is this don't that uh, they're going to be hoping uh, they can hang their hat on for an exclusive. Uh, I think it'll be really good. They saw how the reactions were to that to that trailer this past in the summer, one in the fall, how everybody reacted to that shit, and it was not good. They were like, "Nope, back to the drawing board, get it done." Yeah. And now with with Cyberpunk doing what it did, they're definitely like, "No, we will wait as long as we have to." So this is a home run. So, yeah, I I don't know, man. It's been so long since I was excited about a Halo game, so it's I'm like, it's a hard sell for me. I mean, if everyone loves it, I'll probably pick it up, but I I haven't played one in a long time. I'll I'll get in your ear if it, if uh, as it gets closer, and I'll whisper sweet nothings about it, and then we'll get you we'll get you in there. Hey, if it's something we're all playing online, I'll I'll be on it, you know. But it just, I think it'll be one of those for sure. 
Um, the last one I want to say, Ben, this is directly to you. The Dark Pictures Anthology House of Ashes. Oh, fuck yeah. PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X later this year. So I, mean, I'm a, I would assume they'll put it out around Halloween or in October-ish. You know, Dark uh, Pictures is, I feel the way about them a lot of a lot of how I feel about uh, the Chicago Bulls right now. Like, I got oh I got nothing but love for Dark Pictures. I, I love them mm-hmm. in my heart of hearts, and I just really need them to get their shit together, you know? And like, I, I, I see they have it in them, but they've, it's been a bad couple of years. I can't lie. It's been in decline, so I'm just waiting for them to get back to that you know that part of those first that first game you know um okay okay you, you need to leave my bulls alone okay hey i love a, the bulls uh, you know okay you i i wonder sometimes because sometimes you'd be putting our team down man i don't know if no, you, you, you down, right? I, I, the first thing i said was i have a lot of love for them <laughs> and they have potential and they're doing okay. better but they you know they got a ways to go right like they, they've been uh dropping the ball like literally uh yeah the last second so you know i but i the same like dark pictures the last couple games has been like eh, it was kind of fun but not near that like that first game was the best one so i'm just waiting for him to like have that story for for another game mm-hmm. that'll really grab you for sure well, that's all I got. I don't know if you guys got anything else. There's a lot of other games on this list, and we could probably come back to this list on a future episode. I know TJ probably has some 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 things on his list that he where he wants to bring out. I'm seeing more games as I'm scrolling down, like um like the Hogwarts Legacy game that's supposed to come out, or P- Project Athea, which is the one with the little girl and the robot, and they're out out in space and all that shit on the PS5. That, that looked weird and crazy. That's gonna be on PC as well. I'm noticing a lot of these PS5 games are going to be on the PC. So that's awesome that they're bringing that Sony's going to bring more of their first party stuff to the PC. Um, yeah. Other than that, guys, uh, I guess we can go ahead and, as we say, we put a bow on this bitch, wrap this up. If you want to reach out to the show, glitchtherapy at gmail.com to let us know what, what are some of your favorite games that are coming up or ones that you're keeping an eye out for that you want everybody to to play or that you're excited to to get in your hands at some point, let us know. Hit us up. Support the show, patreon.com forward slash glitch therapy. Uh, if you want to support the show in a monetary way, we really appreciate it. If you, if you would like to do so, we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please subscribe, rate and review. At the very least, tell a friend. If you haven't done that yet, then what the hell's going on? What are you doing? Jose, what do we say to those people? Shame on you. Mm-hmm. Shame to the max. Mm. Oh, to the max. 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 Wow. Is that one X or like two or is that three X? That's three X. Shaming our listeners max, right now. X. Rated R. Mm. Or rated X, I guess. Triple X. <laughs> Vin Diesel. Familia. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Okay. Let's go on. All right. So, yeah, deep. Calm down, man. Just stop. Okay. Calm down. Deep breath. This is why you're not our senpai. You just. You <laughs> <go>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you're done. Anyway, <laughs> social media. Ben, where can we find you, man? Uh do a podcast called Real Therapy that is in the Glitch Therapy family, and we talk about uh movies. Uh we're just getting ready to start our second season. Uh coming back on air, scheduled to release fuck what? Uh 
It's going to be February 2nd is when that releases. So we're going to be our season theme for this season is nine to five uh, movie center on people putting in fucking work. Uh, first, first episode of the season, we're going to be talking about uh, what are we talking? Cabin in the woods. Um, so yeah, real therapy on all the podcasting platforms and social media. Uh, and I'm on Instagram and Twitter at real Benzilla R E E L. Boom. There it is. Oh, say, Looking at you. Looking at me. Mm-hmm. Looking at you. Okay, no pressure. Um, find me <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> I Instagram. love it. <laughs> Why do you do this to yourself? Uh, hold on. Okay, no, you're gonna start over. All right. Okay, <laughs> all right, you start over, and you're gonna do this proper. You ready? Yes, sir. All right, you can find me on Instagram. I'm hipster made. Where you can DM me. Actually, no, you can't. I'm taken. Um, and um, Xbox PS4, it's your senpai. Why did I want to say YouTube? I wanted to say YouTube. I think it's because for some reason, you're like a, a computer program that whenever I introduce the virus into your system, which is asking you to tell me about your social media, just you just go on the fritz. You just just like, malfunction. <laughs> Jose, are you taken by Liam Neeson? Or? Yeah. Yeah, he's my he's my bay. Yeah, Liam Neeson is your bay. Yeah, that sounds like a prime episode title. That's another. <laughs> yep, okay. you, you did it. And good job. I, I knew if I poke, we, we poked you enough, we'd get something out of you. Yep. Thank you. I mean, you got a few stuffs. You got you already got a few stuff. Yeah, yeah, but that's the best one so far. Yeah, Liam Neeson's bay. Uh, you can hit me up. Uh, you know, you got me doing it. Fuck you, God damn it. Oh my goodness. Like you guys virus. are hilarious. I sent you the God. virus. Well, I mean, Jesus. I mean, you've well, been doing this whole episode, so. Okay. Well, sure, sure. Well, first and foremost, at Glitch Therapy on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and Twitch. Uh, follow me at The Mandalorian. That's the underscore Mandalorian on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want a game with me, hit me up on PlayStation 5, Xbox. Nintendo, all that shit. Same name. The name is Dirty Dimes. Uh, let's let's play something. Otherwise, that's our show, guys. Oh, go over to J Ray's Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash epexperience, and follow his channel on Instagram at ttv.epexperience. That's our show. And I hope you guys all have a juicy, juicy gaming week and happy new year, belated, and all that good stuff. Game on. Game on. Game on. Game on.